Hey everybody, um, this is going to be a little bit of a different episode for me. Um, warning, I might get emotional, but I thought I would record something since just recently it's been the 12th year of my mom's passing. So I wanted to take you through that. Please stay tuned and I hope you <laughs> don't get too emotional with me. Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Losing More of Jody. I'm Jody. I'm in my late 30s. I'm an ABA therapist, a trainer, and a coach. My podcast is all about helping you become the best possible person you can be while creating strength, growth, and love and support in your life. Thank you for tuning in and hope you come back for more. Hey guys, so it's going to be really hard for me to probably record, but I'm going to try my best. Um, so, September 21st, 2007, I pretty much remember that day like it was the back of my hand. Of course, the days after that are completely blurred to me. So let me take you back to that day. I was 25 years old, um, been going through some depression at the time, so I was actually going to a, a week-long behavioral, I want to say it was like a, a coping skills mechanism classes, how to cope with, you know, depression and anxiety and things that I was going through. And that weekend, the the gentleman that I was with at the time, him and I were going to go camping. Um, we had been together a year at that point in my life. And I had talked to my mom on a break at noon that day. She was happy, excited, excited for me to be going and having a good camping trip. And... It was just really good to hear her voice. And then I got a phone call from her leaving her. She left me a message. Which I still have that voicemail to this day. My brother, thank God, so tech savvy at the time, was able to record those. And I still have those recordings. And then at 3 o'clock, I get a phone call from my brother. You need to get home. You need to get home now. And at the time, I lived about an hour away. And so I dropped everything. I mean, the only thing in the message was, you got to get home. It's mom. Get home now. So I dropped everything, bawling my eyes out because I knew something was not right. So the gentleman that I was dating at the time drove me an hour away, which was, I lived where my hometown was and the whole time something's not right something's not right bawling my eyes out then I got a hold of somebody and they said drive to the hospital so I get to the hospital and I'm greeted by my dad and this 
the look on his face was like he had seen a ghost that something was not right he says it's your mom so he took me into the hospital you have to go through a sliding door in the back of the ER and then there's another you know the offices where you check in and then there's another room to go into the doors and then off to the right of the main doors where the patients are there's a little waiting room and walk into the waiting room my brother's distraught some of my family members are there my grandma's there at the time knew that something wasn't right. And um, my dad goes, do you need to sit down? My brother's there. and My dad goes, your mom, she had a, she had a massive heart attack. And I'm like, well, where is she? You know, that was like my first inclination is, where's my mom? You know, is she okay? What's going on? She didn't make it. Where is she? I want to see her. You know, it's all I can think. I want to see her. I want to see her. I want to see her. So, you know, that was the thing that's going through my mind. And I was taken back through the double doors into where the patients are and in a room, all huge room, all all by herself. Um, Mom, remember this. I still have nightmares of this exact moment. Laying on a laying on a table. Cold. Face just stone. little bit of blood from her mouth and nose cold that's all I remember is cold and hard which is like it's not my mom you know she's not cold and like stone she's vibrant and happy and loving and caring and funny and so I go in and I touch her because, I mean, the only thing I want to do is shake her and wake. And the thing is, is when people pass, there's still air in their lungs and system. And, of course, when I touched her, some air escapes through her lung. And I swear to God, in the back of my mind is... I touched her. I touched her. She she came alive because I'm here. Of course, that wasn't the case. And, you know, the doctor's like, that's normal. That's normal. And that's basically all I can remember is that moment and then walking outside through the door and just bawling my eyes out, bawling my eyes out. 
leaning up against the brick building of the ER. You know, the rest of the days were a blur. The final word was is that from doctors that she had such a massive heart attack that it obliviated her heart. There was nothing left. This is coming from a woman that obviously never never was sick, very strong-willed, would work through her illness, you know, never called off, never had to go to the doctor. The only thing that my mom ever had to do is about, you know, a month before she passed, she had to go get a blood transfusion. Her iron levels are low. But as far as anything else, honestly, she's healthy. Glaucoma, but besides that, the healthiest, strongest woman I will ever meet. And that woman got ripped out of our lives. And I know, you know, when it's time to go, that's your time. But at 25 years old, I was not ready to lose my mom. You're still an adult. You're still, you know, a young adult. You're still a child. You don't know how to live life and, you know, what the answers are. And I still would love to just call her and get her advice on things and never get that opportunity anymore. Yeah, it's it's been 12 years, but... It's like it happened yesterday. And I can never bring my, myself to go out to the cemetery. Because it feels so final. And maybe that's what I need for closure. But it's too final. And I don't want to remember my mom like that. I don't remember my mom in a grave. I want to remember her. As she's always been. Goofy. Funny. Loving. Anybody could be in a room and she would make them feel like she was a part of the family. The biggest heart that I've ever known. And even when people would walk all over her, she would still care so much about them. She was the heart and soul of our family, and she kept our family together. People didn't always agree with her decisions about life, but she knew what was best for her, and she knew what was best for her kids and her family. And those are the memories that I want to keep. And the memories I want to remember. I don't remember her. From that day she died. My brother recently posted on Facebook about how he took an extra five minutes to spend with her. How blessed he was that he 
took that time to slow down and just appreciate the people around him. And I think it's so true. It's so true to remember and appreciate the people that you love. And regardless of how crummy things are going, or maybe if you're not upset with that person, it's always, you should always know where your true heart lies and that you love them. Because you, you're not promised tomorrow. You're not promised a minute from now. About a week before my mom passed, she went camping. She was so afraid to ask my dad to go camping because she was afraid he'd say no. But that time he said yes and he was excited. And I will always remember that trip that trip we went camping we hiked we cooked out we had a great time and me and my mom had a moment and I have a picture of that moment of the last time I spent with my mom alive it's in September so it's still pretty warm and the campsite that we had had a little beach and she's like let's let's go walk on the beach so we walked on the beach took our shoes off and just had that moment of walking through the beach looking out to where my dad was fishing and just talking about life and giggling and laughing and I'll remember that moment And I'll also remember the moment where, you know, you're not supposed to lay in the back of a truck bed legally. You're not. And uh, we laid in the truck bed on our back, staring up at the leaves passing by because they were changing colors and just giggling and laughing. It was just the best moments. And those are the moments that I treasure with her, with my mother. And I pray I made mistakes and I know she's seen them, but I pray and hope that I make her proud even with the mistakes I've made. Because that one day when I get to see her again, I want to know that I made her proud as a woman and her daughter. I love her so much and I miss her every day and I think about her every day. And every year on her birthday and her death anniversary because her death anniversary is September 21st and her birthday is November 21st but on both of those days I always (laughs) so silly but go to Walmart and I know it sounds so stupid but every weekend when I lived an hour away from her I'd always come home on the weekends and we'd always go to Walmart and I don't know why get dinner stuff or go look at the decorations and 
So I've kind of made it a tradition that that's where I go. Either there or Hobby Lobby, because that was two of our favorite places. And this year I did just that. Just like every year. But I guess recording this is a good thing. And I want you guys to know, please, if you get a chance, just hug your loved ones a little tighter. Forgive when it's not worth fighting about. Love and hold them and hug them. Hug them like you're never going to see them again. Not because you're always scared or catastrophizing that things could happen. But just so when you leave them... They know and you know that you're loved and they love and you love them. Like my mom always said, always say you love love the person before you leave them because you never know when you'll see him again. Thank you so much for listening to my story. And I'm sorry <laughs> if this brought tears to your eyes, but it I needed to record it. So thank you for taking your time out. Thank you.